Think fish beast trying to grow a mustache. Trying to grow a mustache? My bass player's trying to grow a mustache. Bonjour, amigos. Welcome back to the fishbowl. I'm only Bob. Monday through Thursday, 15 minutes or less. It's in the news almost every day now. Since Roe versus Wade has been overturned, and I was born in 1975, so, so this predates my life entirely, Roe versus Wade. But it used to simply be a battle of philosophies. Pro-life, pro-choice. Those are philosophies. There was very little policy debate. What does that actually mean to be pro-choice? What does that actually mean to be pro-life? And I think the Republicans have, have been debating this more amongst themselves, so, so they have closer to something that seems like a policy. You may disagree with it. We may disagree with it. You, you may agree. But it seems the Republican position... Life begins at conception. Which, of course, to me, creates a little bit of a gray area because there's a difference between when conception and when the pregnancy begins. But if life begins at conception, then the Republicans have to start asking themselves questions about how do they enforce that? And are there exceptions for rape, incest, life of the mother, etc.? What they're doing in Texas and creating vigilantes is completely insane. That's not going to work. In Mississippi, they're not doing anything like that. And a lot of politics in Mississippi are backwards, and to me, they've been backwards for a long time. But at least in Mississippi, they're not going to go after the woman in any capacity. But any doctor, any anyone involved in an abortion in Mississippi will simply lose their medical license. But the questions still remain, are they going to ban telehealth? And by banning telehealth, and if life begins at conception, what is their policy towards birth control, which can flush and egg past conception, you know, and IUDs in the morning after pill and plan B, etc. Seems like that's where the Republicans are at. The Democrats, however, simply being pro-choice, there's a lot more wiggle room within a philosophy of pro-choice, but what is the policy? And it's tougher for Democrats because unlike Republicans, and I sure I have conservative friends, but most of them, most of them are, you know, West Coast liberals for the most part. Never come, came up in a conversation one time. Ne never once have we, have we debated the policy of, you know, if a pregnancy is 40 weeks, how many weeks is too long to have an abortion when the only reason for the abortion is simply the prerogative of the mother. 
That question has never come up at dinner, never come up at cocktails one time. Meanwhile, Republicans at Bible study, they can have the pro-life policy debates. So if a pregnancy is 40 weeks, Democrats, what week is too many for ending the pregnancy simply based on the prerogative of the mother? You're going to need to figure that out, Democrats. Because the problem with not figuring that out is it allows the Republicans to brand and paint the left with a really broad brush that the pro-choice position is a position in support of, of something called infanticide or something. You know, it's like infant and homicide. I'm probably pronouncing the word wrong, but you get what it is. Like even after the baby is born, bring it back in a month and never see it again. We don't know what happens to the baby. And even though I haven't heard Democrats talking this over a cocktail party, I'm pretty sure if Democrats could figure out a policy, that wouldn't be it. That seems an exaggerated, hyperbolic, histrionic, just, you know, throwing out words that mean things but don't really mean what they think they mean. So what is pro-choice? What, 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 what is that? We know that vague policy is bad. And I don't pretend to have the answers here. I, I just think this is something we're thinking about. Now, in most states, like where I am in Washington State, which has very liberal abortion laws to a point. It's, it's, it's pre-viability. Viability meaning that the baby can survive outside the womb. Maybe a tough go, real preemie, but can survive. And I, I guess that's usually 24 weeks. Maybe up to 28. This number, that the number of weeks gets a little weird because that 40-week number... It's measured from the last period the woman had, the last menstruation cycle. And if you're upset that I'm only using the word woman here as, as the pronoun, we'll get back to that in the end. I promise you, we'll get back to that. But to me, and again, this is only my opinion, and I haven't talked to enough other people about their opinions to, to come up with what seems like a, a number that most people can agree upon. But to me, pre-viability makes sense. I thought, you know, maybe even 15 weeks. Like, that's just the first trimester. But I have some caveats there. I'm going to insist that birth control is cheap, abundant, and anonymous. Like, you can go, I mean, you can get it from your doctor if you want, and you can, you know, keep everything on the up and up, or, you know, you can go to the gas station and go to your local drugstore. 
I think any birth control should only be a dollar. Get a month's worth for a dollar. Cheap, abundant, anonymous birth control. And I won't bore you again with my seamstress American flag analogy. But this is really a philosophical thing, and different religions believe different things, or different people believe different things. But when does the framework of life become life? It's like at some point, to me, it's just the framework of life. But when does it cross that threshold? And maybe the threshold is pre-viability. There are states, and I doubt there's very few of these late-term abortions. And, and oh, by the way, I, I, I can't believe I didn't mention this. Obvious exceptions at any point for, you know, the health of the mother, the health of the child. Um, things can obviously get uh, more flexibility when rape, incest, when, when, when crimes are involved, then yes, there needs to be some, you know, flexibility. But when does the framework of life become life? The only states that I know where late-term abortion is legal are Alaska, Colorado, New Hampshire, which on their license plates, if you've been in New England, on every New Hampshire plate says, live free or die. So you can uh, have an abortion forever. Uh, New Jersey, which may be good for the cast of the shore. Uh, I love I love Jersey Shore. Uh, New Mexico, Oregon, and Vermont. Those are the states currently that don't have any kind of viability or any kind of restrictions at all. Maybe you agree with me that Democrats actually need to put more substantive policy behind the philosophy of being pro-choice. That way, when they're attacked, they can go, actually, no. You know, and build it into, you know, whatever's going to be the next Democratic platform. And you can say the actual Democratic position is, as voted by Democrats at the last convention, was, you know, A, B, and C. I think that would make a lot more sense. And then on the other side, Republicans squirm when they have to somehow square the circle or perhaps try to square the oval of exceptions and does life really begin at conception? And if so, are you making birth control illegal? So I have a really, really, really dumb question uh, to end it. Because, God, what, one of the dumbest, strangest, I, I don't even know what to make of the debate of what is a woman. I, 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 and especially, I know I was using the term woman describing, uh, you know, moms. Crazy, right? Um, I know like Josh Hawley was going after some law professor and it, it made a bunch of news or whatever. I'm like, ah. But can I, 
Can I ask a dumb question? I don't know the answer. I'm, I'm just asking a dumb question. And I certainly would consider myself a friend to the trans community, so I'm not being an asshole, even though some of you might perceive that I'm being an asshole. I'm just, a, I'm just asking a dumb question, and then we'll all go our separate ways. Say a trans male, so, so I, I get lost on the term sometimes, so a cisgender woman, so someone that was, that was born as a woman that's transitioned to a man, but, but somehow has not all the way transitioned because they're still able to be a, a birthing person. Let's just say, for an example, uh, a celebrity, uh, a former actress, now actor, even though I guess they're all actors, um, uh, Elliot Page, right? Elliot Page. Um, so say someone in that situation has a baby that has a bunch of people scared to say women or moms, but say someone in that situation has a baby that's, the, the, that's transgender. Um, and just for sake of this argument, we're, we're going the female to male side. Because I'm pretty sure if you go from the male to female side, they're, they're, you can't have a baby, right? Like, they're not putting in all... It's, no, no, no. Again, I've been to Lamaze classes. There's no way that'll work. So it has to be the other way. So when that person has a baby, are they that baby's mother or father? Or, or other, like on the birth certificate, when you write in the, you know, the mom, like, I don't know the answer. I'm, I'm just asking a dumb question because I'm a dumb person. And that's the kind of question dumb people ask. Just wonder, just wonder. I think we'll talk about something less serious uh, tomorrow because, uh, you know, Abortion. Ratings juggernaut, but I, I think this was a conversation worth having. I appreciate you hanging out. As always, I have far more questions than answers. I'm not trying to persuade anyone. I'm not trying to, you know, start a church. I'm just trying to uh, do an entertaining podcast. I hope you have the best day ever. Say adios, Fishby.